finding this show in a mode of relaxation and uh, quiet time. Of course, this is Annette, your host, on the uh, Streamies Music on the Digital Vibe Network. How are you? Huh? How are you guys doing out there? Hmm? Hope you're doing all right, because I've got a show for you. Did you know that um, I have these skills that I like to flex every once in a while, you know, my mad skills as I call them. And I do tell stories. Yeah, I do tell stories. And this show is a little bit different from the ones on Monday. So I have two types of shows here on the show. So on Mondays, of course, you're going to be listening to some, some music history with some music combined. And on this one, you're going to have, um, the enjoyment of some more music, okay? But with a little bit of a story that uh, I want to share with you. And um, I don't know if, if you know that much about me, but I am a transformational internet entrepreneur. And you can always visit me on my websites and check me out because uh, that's a little bit about who I am and what I do. And um, I thought I'd just be, oh, wow. What has life not made me? Life has made me so much more creative than I'll ever be. It's a great life to be able to do what you love and be able to share that with an audience. And so I am just vibed up. (laughs) Get it? I am vibed up to share with you my passion, my stories, my life, and what makes me tick, you know? Because um, the world out there is uh, pessimistic. A whole lot of trouble going on. And I am not that kind of person, okay? That's not me. And um, that's not my life. That's not my being, who I am, what I'm about. I'm always about something that you can enjoy and um, positive and optimistic and cool and great and loving and, you know, just good stuff like that. So that's me. That's what drives me, my passion. And uh, I love to share things so that I enjoy doing. So I enjoy doing my uh, music podcast and um, the music that I love so much with is which is smooth jazz and that's my gosh what has that music not done for me okay (laughs) you know it's it's beautiful stuff so I hope you enjoying that this part of the show or this part of the show yes it is part of the show is my storytelling skills And uh, as I said, as a transformational entrepreneur, creative person, a creative being, I am one that traveled the road less traveled, okay? I am one who lives a life that uh, the only way to live my life and to live life is to do what you love. So if you're not doing that, then you need to get on the road that is less traveled. 
And how do you do that? Well, this is how you do that, okay? This is a story. Journey to the Edge of Greatness is a story. It's a journey of how you can start to live a life of enjoyment. I mean, what is life worth living if you can't enjoy it? You know, you do have options. You do have choices. And it's always up to you to decide to do that. So my question to you is, are you ready to live on the edge? Journey to the edge of greatness. Wow. What lies behind us and what lies before us are tiny matters compared to what lies within us. Ralph Waldo Emerson. Most people die at 25. Did you know that? And aren't buried until they're 75. Benjamin Franklin. Let me explain that to you. Simply put, when you die at 25, that means you have no life in you. People are walking around like I call them the walking dead. They're stiffs. Walking around, you're walking around and doing nothing with your life. You're not happy inside. So you can live, you can die at 25. You can die at any age early before your time by choosing it. Simply by making the choices that don't make you happy. Most people die at 25 and aren't buried until they're 75. Are you one of those? Join me as we step to the edge of the precipice. Heart rate jacked, your breath is shallow, jerky, and your gut is tightened. Our toes reach just over the edge. We raise our eyes to the expanse, despite the violent wind of our fears threatening to pull us over into the chasm of the unknown, or as I call it, the abyss. We extend our arms unabashedly and open ourselves to the thrill. And then we reach the moment of exhilarating freedom where fear disappears and wild faith surges. Where the glory of life reveals itself where we know with all certainty that even death itself would have been worth this moment. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the edge where your burning desire to be great drives you to face and conquer deep limiting beliefs, push past comfort zones and offer it to the world. Guess what? Your authentic self your whole self. The edge looks different for everyone, though. It might look like quitting your job that you don't love, confessing a blunder to a loved one. You might know what that is. I don't need to know. Or taking the steps to transform your health. It might be as complex as learning to dance through life in a committed relationship or as simple as making a set of phone calls to explode your opportunities in life. Maybe, just maybe for you, it's speaking in front of people. Doing something your friends and family think is crazy, like becoming an entrepreneur. 
forgiving someone for deep hurt or moving your next net worth from $5 million to $10 million. Whatever your edge of greatness is, honey, it will be uncomfortable. Trust me. That's why so many people stay far away from the edge. The edge of living. They may often imagine taking the step, imagining how frightening it would be while longing for the thrill of triumph. Yet they never take the first step. They play it safe. 50 feet from the edge. They may wonder what the view is like, debating and theorizing what others live about and talk about and do about. They may try to convince themselves that they're not missing out while they're admiring from a distance those who have stepped up to their own edge, even hating on them. They may even make plans to walk to the edge Spending days brainstorming detailed strategies and stocking up on needed supplies, like the future of tomorrow. But then, despite all the dreaming and planning, at the end of it all, they lie on their deathbed filled with deep regret that they never stepped up all the way. It's a travesty how many people have fallen prey to apathy. Their numbers are growing and growing and growing and growing. I call those groups apathetics. How do people become this? What holds apathetics back from living great lives? Or like, I, I call it another word too. Atrophies. They refuse to expand and to grow like muscle. What happens to muscle when it stops growing? It atrophies, doesn't it? When we search the hidden variables, we find that they all point back to one thing and one thing only. And as my mentor Jack Canfield would say, limiting beliefs. Do you ever notice your limiting beliefs? Maybe you haven't slowed down enough to notice them. They're insidious limited beliefs that are, that are happening every day in your life. You don't even see it. They're pervasive, though. Once they get a hold of you, it's like that entangled web that is weaved over your life, and you never, you never even see life. Those are what prevent you from stepping up to your edge. They're what keeps you from dreaming, but never doing. They're what keeps you doubting, worrying, stressing, feeling small and weak, stuck, procrastinating, unfulfilled and unhappy, shall I go on? And slowly, as life speeds up, because it's speeding up, time is fleeting, they're that claustrophobic grip that keeps tightening around your heart tightening your heart to become less human, less feeling, less emotional, less happy, less grateful, less positive. 
if you want to leave the crowd of apathetics for good, and I mean for good, you must understand the quality of your life, your work, your relationships, your spiritual walk, your health, because they all have one thing in common, and that is you. The key to experiencing life without limits is upgrading yourself. Are you ready for an upgrade? Just like you purchase um, a new car, a new phone. Are you ready for an upgrade? Are you ready to upgrade you to the new version, to your highest, best self? Are you ready for that? This game of upgrading you is what I call the inner arena. Or I have another term for it. Introspection, the journey of introspection. When you enter your inner arena, you become an edge walker. You begin intentionally facing and fighting the deep fears and beliefs that have kept you locked up for far too long so that you can walk to your edge, your edge of greatness, and experience the thrill of living life free of limits, being true to yourself, being authentic. Focusing on the inner arena helps you avoid the all-too-common success trap where you, have, where you have a good career and yet you are completely unfulfilled. That's not the way to live. You can have a great career, but are you happy? Are you happy? Are you fulfilled? Are you satisfied? At the end of the day, at the end of your life, Will you say that you were satisfied? If you can say that you're not, maybe it's time for you to uh, live on the edge. The trap is a result of embracing strategy and tactics in specific areas while ignoring your inner arena. The game going on deep inside you, it's just boiling out there, wants to come out up to the surface. Sustained, this approach leads to burnout and a very deep sense of unfulfillment. Sure, rocking around in your head, one area might feel uh, great for a little while. You might be making lots of money, making lots of friends. You might be just um, overly productive, making a lot of money, getting a name for yourself. But look at the writing on the wall. It will never take you to where you truly long to be. Edge walkers understand that it all comes down to upgrading themselves. This is why limiting beliefs are not to be skimmed over. You can learn to stand at your edge in every area of your life intentionally hacking limiting beliefs. The only thing holding you back from where you are to where you want to be are the perceptions you hold about yourself, others, and reality. These perceptions cut you off from your authentic love, success, and fulfillment. Identifying and changing these perceptions and beliefs is a fast track to freedom. Because you know what it does? 
It transforms you. And when you are transformed, everything you touch, and I mean everything you touch, is transformed as well. If you're tired of going in circles and are ready to start living a life of no regrets, absolutely none, that you can look back at your life and say, you know what, I have no regrets making that choice. I myself have made many choices. And I can tell you today, I have no regrets. And I make sure that I'm on, on, on the edge all the time. So I have no regrets. Join me on a lightning speed journey where soon you will be equipped with your own ninja hacking skills. Let's search for, let's find the place where you are fully alive, impacting your world and the world with your gifts and your talents. Being the great person you were meant to be and be so perfectly, where success comes effortlessly, and it does. And you are blown away by how rich and fulfilling every day can be. Because it is when you live on the edge. It is when you live on the edge. <clears throat> it is. It's, it's, the, it's, the, it's, the, it's the road less traveled and the path least taken. Let me give you a bit of a comparison between edge walkers and apathetics because there is a big difference. Edge walkers who enter their inner arena and those who are apathetics can be dangerously subtle because they can appear to be the same thing, but they're not. And sometimes, oftentimes, as I've walked, living my life, my best life, and living the life that I have been created and meant to live. I have met many apathetics, many of them, and they would look at me like I was strange. And I would look at them like they're strange. Because there are a lot of people, as I term them, the walking dead, walking around, they're apathetics. They don't, they have they have not lived life. That's what apathetics are. Apathetics love being comfortable. Edge walkers don't. They know that their fulfillment is found on the edge, the unknown. They are driven by the desire to make their own life and others' life for the richer. Apathetics are constantly battling internal stress. Are you? And negative. Apathetics feel stuck in this battle within themselves, turned against themselves day in, day out, month in, year out. Those are apathetics. Now, if you are an edge walker like I am and you are living your best life and you're, limited, you're, un, you're living your unlimited beliefs and you're living a fulfilled, happy life and your success with your life, then you know, you recognize my journey. 
You can relate. You can empathize with me. That's why that's I want you to empathize with me. Empathize with me as I am an edge walker. Because we're the ones who've taken the path, taken the path, the path, let's travel, excuse me. Edge walkers like us realize that everything we experience flows out of one thing, ourselves. We address the stress and the negativity at its source. Apathetics rely on others' perceptions to dictate their ultimate self-worth. Oh my God. If there was ever a way that um, one gives up their power, it's by caring what other people think. Make an agreement with yourself to never care what other people think, if you dare. Apathetics worry about what others think of them more than what they care to admit about themselves. You give up your power when you give people that kind of power. You need them to validate you. You need them to say something about you. You are so much more worried about what they think about you. Edgewalkers, on the other hand, we value, nurture our self-worth, and refuse to give anyone control over our worth. And let me tell you something. If we give an inch, we take back that yard. Apathetics link their happiness to external circumstances. By saying, I will be fulfilled when this happens, when the government continues to give us those stimulus checks, or when that person who's abusive to me decides to change their ways, or when that person that I know of across the, my neighbor starts to change, or when I make enough money to do this, or when that person thinks of me differently. Oh, when, or when, or when, or whenever. That day never comes. Because you're never fulfilled by what other people do. Happiness depends upon ourselves. Edgewalkers know that happiness comes from a choice within themselves. We know that. So we focus on doing what? We focus on nourishing our world, our internal locus of control. Apathetics believe their thoughts are full of expression of their identity, but yet those thoughts are unexamined. Have you ever found yourself as an apathetic listening to what people are saying? You don't even recognize what they're saying. It's not even true. A lot of what you listen to out there in the world is, world is, is perceptions. Somebody's ideology, somebody's thinking. But is that thinking truly yours? And then when you buy into it, it becomes yours. And that is where you give up your power. Because you're allowing the outside world to dictate to you how you must think, act, believe, believe 
do. That steals away your dream if you ever had any. And then if you had one, you wouldn't even recognize it. And then, who knows? By the time you listen to this podcast, and I'm not being pessimistic, you could be six feet under. I'm not, uh, I'm not playing games. It's your life. Are you? Edge walkers recognize their thoughts and their conversations are separate from their identity. They learn to process and choose to let go of thoughts that are not helping them. When there are misperceptions that are being said in this world about gender, race, ethnicity, anything like that, I recognize that for what it is, and then I recognize that from whom it's coming from, but I also know that's a misperception because I've never made it my reality. I can have a million people say one thing about me, but they don't truly know me. They're living by misperceptions, but that's their reality. And the way I, as an edge walker, as a woman who knows her power and self-worth, I do not, I do not let those misperceptions become my reality. Because I would become an apathetic at that point. And I don't want to be an apathetic. My journey has come too far too long. I'm sharing this with you. So I've taken the walk. The journey is beautiful, by the way. When you can see life and see vision through your eyes and your eyes only. You don't need the world to to be your eyes. You have your own eyes, your own viewpoint, your own ideas. That's looking within, that's delving within yourself. Apathetics assume the perception of reality is true. And they unquestionably, and I say that word, unquestionably, filter information through these preconceived notions and ideas. And I say that word unquestioned because most apathetics don't question anything. They don't question if something is true or false. They're not independent thinkers. They think what everybody else is thinking or what everybody else is saying. Never questioning anything. Never filtering out what's true and what's false. They believe everything that they read, they see, they hear, and they do it. You need to live on the edge. Edge walkers examine how their perceptions are currently impacting their goals. They reflect. 
They have an open mind and a willingness to consider new perceptions, new ideas that would better serve them. Always looking to improve that would serve them. You serve yourself first and foremost in life. Not the other. Apathetics spend most of their thought, emotion, energy on what others should or should not be doing. And on what should or should not have happened. <coughs> Excuse, <coughs> excuse me. You know what? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't like, there's one word I do not like that's in the book vocabulary. It's in the dictionary. We use it often. And I'm careful how that word is used because as an edge walker, I don't like the word when it's used certain ways. And that pronoun is we. I can go on and on and say why we are not we in everything, because we don't all think alike. As you can see, the difference between edgewalkers and apathetics is totally different. One sees the world from a powerful view and perspective, and the other, a powerless one. One views the world with a locus of control on self, and the other views the world that is out of control and doesn't care about self. Two different types of people. Two different types of people. Which one are you? Which one are you choosing every day? Which one have you chosen that you can now unchoose and rechoose right now? Powerful people are not influencers. People who make millions of dollars politicians. I say that word again, politicians. Not to say politics, no. But those are some of your greatest influencers. Religious leaders. How about doing this one thing, become your own leader in your life? So you can distinguish between what's true and what's false. You, won't, you don't even know if people have your best interest at heart. I will tell you this, most of the time they don't. Because as an apathetic, you will never know that until you begin to live on the edge of life. Because the edge walker spends most of their thoughts and energy on embracing reality, not false reality. They nurture, love, and appreciate within themselves. And these are the lenses 
through which they view others as well. That's why I can look at a situation and a scenario and I can look at it, look at it objectively and it all comes back to the same thing. Influencers, people of influence, people with power, leadership, they're in leadership roles. I don't call them leaders, but leadership roles. You can, you can recognize this when you are living on the edge of life, when you are an edge walker, when you dare to take the road less traveled, when, where you dare to live up to your highest best self. You can see it. And when I look at people, I look at them objectively. Because 100% of the time, what I see and what most of us who are edge walkers see, powerless people. People who have become apathetic and given up their power. Apathetics, by the way, they wait for something external to fire up their dreams of a different life. They get stuck in preparation, perfectionism, and excuses after excuse, after excuse, after excuse. Edgewalkers, on the other hand, we volunteer our gifts to the world. We serve ourselves by improving those gifts and talents. We serve ourselves by improving and practicing and learning and educating ourselves. Then we wait until the time when the world is ready for us. But we don't do it before. We don't do it before. We never put the cart before the horse. And I've found when that happens, let me tell you what happens when that happens. I said to you earlier, I don't like the pronoun we, because we are not all this, fill in the blank. We are not all thinking and doing and, and, and believing and living and traveling the same road, we're not. When people impose that we, it was a couple of years ago, as a matter of fact, I was listening, I was at a convention. I was at a podcast convention and there was this guy that was talking and he was speaking to another guy and he was saying, they were talking about self-improvement and this was the same time that we were starting the pandemic and things were happening in the world. And I remember him saying, so, oh my gosh, it spoke to me. But it was almost telling me something at that time, what was going to happen, because it was happening. And those of you edge walkers can understand what I'm saying. Those of you out there who are apathetics probably will not. He said, should someone who is growing and evolving and living a whole life and becoming a whole person, should they sacrifice and become empathetic 
to those who are not? And the response was, no. Some of you out there, those of you who are apathetics, might be upset. But we don't need to be apathetic towards that, towards you, towards your way of living your life. No. You need to be. You need to be empathetic. Learn to understand what edge walkers are all about. Because 90% of, uh, 90%, a huge part of the world, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with a huge number. I know it's more than 50%. I hate to say 50-50, but I'm going to say it, perhaps 50-50, apathetic, edge walkers. Or 80%, I don't know what the number is. I don't know what it could be. But you need to be empathetic. But that, at that moment when he was talking about that, I was saying to myself in my, in my, in my, my soul, in my thinking, why should I become a we in a world full of apathetics? Why should I become a we in a world where people are defined by the world People are allowing themselves to be defined by the world's view and they're sucked up into the world and allowing the world to consume them, taking all that energy, thought and energy and what other people are saying and doing rather than taking control of their life and doing what they can do to make a difference in their lives and serve the greater good. The internal world is more powerful than the external world will ever be. And when he said that, I listened and I pondered on that. I was thinking about it a lot. And I had been meaning to do something with that we word, that pronoun. And now I'm finally saying what I needed to say. I don't like the pronoun we. I don't like, let's say it. Let me say it. I do like it. Let me, let me rephrase that. But the way that it is used, it's way out of context. And so many influencers and political leaders and religious leaders and all these other people, celebrities, and use that word so loosely because we're not all on the same path. Some of us have yet to take the first step into transforming our lives. Others are continuing they're living it, they're doing it. They're active and living and doing it and encourage others to do the same. So when I've heard influences and politicians and anybody, doesn't matter, say, we are all this, be careful with that. Because I don't wanna be in a, in a group of people, an ideology, 
That's not me. That's not reflective of who I am inside myself. That's just not me. I am a nonconformist. So when you say that we are all this, be careful with that we. Yes, we're all human beings, but we are all not on the same path. Some of us are apathetics and some of us are edge walkers. So my question to you is after you've heard what I've been saying, what do you fit? Are you an edge walker? Do you dare to dream and dare to believe and dare to have the courage to take the first step to a life worth living? Or are you an apathetic? You're just gonna get stuck in the crowd. You want everybody to know your name, but that's not who you truly are. I mean, be honest with yourself. Do you feel the apathetic descriptions ringing more true to your life than those of the edge walker? I mean, be honest. That's the only way you're going to make a change for yourself if you want it. <laughs> Reality is the best starting place for moving forward. So be real with yourself. If you are seeing areas where you are not happy with yourself or your life, and it's not going the way that you planned, then you are ready for the next step. You Trust me, you are. You're ready to begin creating a life that is worth living and attaining the life that you've always wanted. And I'm not gonna say, well, let me say it like this. I'm not gonna say age has anything to do with it, but it kinda does. Because if you're like 80 years old and you have yet to live that life that you're supposed to be living, then oh my God, I don't know. I, I, I don't know what to say. There are people who are in their 20s and living a, a, a fulfilled life. Why aren't you at 80 not doing that? You're supposed to be setting the standard for those before you. That's why the world is so screwy. Because you're supposed to be, as an edge walker, look at the great, some of the great influences of our time. They were only made known in big ways, but they did some great things. And I'm talking men and women. They didn't follow the status quo. Oh no, they stirred things up. They took the road less traveled. And if they didn't take that road less traveled, where would me as an edge walker be today? I have many mentors in many ways. And if they did not live on the edge of life and dare to live their best life, their authentic life, where would I be today? My question to you is, are you ready to start creating the life that you've always wanted? That's up to you.
Life is filled, of, filled with choices. You know, I thought about a book oh, several years ago that came into my mind. I was going to write a book called Choices, Choices, Choices. Yeah. I don't know how I was going to do it. It was just some of those things that were in my mind, my thought, my intuitive thought. But you see, as an edge walker, you get all these ideas. You get all these insightfulness, this wisdom, these specks of nug nuggets. They pour out of the universe when you're living on the edge, when you dare, dare to live an examined life. Well, I didn't think I was going to go quite long with this show, though. <laughs> but once I get into something, I get into it. That's just the way it is. I am so involved in living a life that is true to myself that I can't help but being true to you and expressing myself. So the next chapter is going to be uh, the next episode. is going to be a little, a little bit shorter. But I hope that you enjoy this episode. And um, create a life for yourself. You know, you don't want to live, you know, I've said this, if anything that life has taught us in the past, I'm going to say us here, in the past couple of years, not just, I'm talking five years, it has taught us to stop waiting, stop waiting for something to happen, to change. It should teach you if you're ready to have an open mind, it should teach you to start looking within yourself and start reflecting on what you need to do to live a wholesome life, a better life, a more productive life, a happy life. Not a life that is just built on the money, the fame, the fortune, all that, the influencers and the politicians and all those people. No. But living a life that you can say at the end of your life and at the end of the day, whew, I'm so happy. And yeah, smiling your way to the bank too. That's a life worth living. It is. So, okay, now let's see. Um, Next episode, next time, every other week here on Wednesday. Of course, check out my other show. Streamies Music on the Vibe. And um, websites. Oh, I did mention the websites, didn't I? <laughs> www. I need to clear my throat, excuse me. Okay, I just did that. I cleared my throat. I didn't want to do that on air. <laughs> so www.streameastmusic.com. And I know I need to get some water, so I'm going to get that after I finish this. www.digitalvibenetwork.com. Do check me out. Check out what, uh, what uh, the vibe is all about. It's all a positive vibe. So, uh. And a special treat, of course, as I do all my shows with music. Enjoy the music 
at the beginning and the ending of every show. Every show that I do, you're going to get some music. Some of my favorite served up on the vibe. Some smooth jazz. So um, next time we have a date, Wednesday, every other week. Tune in.